What is up, my Sunlight Samurais? In this call, we're talking about testosterone and libido optimization, specifically when you're traveling. So initially, we went through the diet, and his diet was really on point. But then I learned that he goes on cruise ships for three months, and then he's back home for two weeks. So in that time, when he's at home, he's eating a perfect diet for testosterone optimization. But then he's going on the cruise ship, and this is when things get complicated. So we talked about how to optimize your diet and lifestyle and what supplements to use when you're traveling, in this case, on a cruise ship, and you can't really get all the right foods that you usually have at home. So before we get into the call, two things. If you'd like to be coached by me like this, be sure to sign up for your free coaching consultation. Link will be in the description below. And number two, if you'd like to dive right in and maximize your testosterone, you're looking for the perfect dietary and lifestyle and supplement recommendations, check out my Testo Launch course. The link will also be in the description. It contains all of the information, what to eat, how much of what to eat, what to avoid, what to do with your lifestyle, all of the tactics and tricks, how to optimize your testosterone and related symptoms like building muscle, optimizing sleep, erections, libido, all of this kind of good stuff. So if you're interested in maximizing your testosterone, be sure to check out the Tesla launch course. Link in the description. All right, let's get into this call. Right, great. Nice to talk to you. Hi. Nice to talk to you too. Um, thank you for taking me in. My name is Christian. I am a Romanian. I live in East Europe. And I'm following your blog for uh, almost four years. My main goals are uh, to improve my metabolism, um, to increase my libido, and I have an issue lately. I have um, bleeding gums and receding as well. So if you have any idea about that. But um, the main point is um, improving my libido. Since I'm 40, 46 years old, I start noticing that the things are not what they used to be in the previous years. All right. Currently, uh, yeah. So currently, I... sorry, yes. Currently, I'm using some supplements, some of them. You suggest them. I tried your stack with the Tyromix, Kinon, and Taurin, the one that you suggested some months back. And that one, I can't really say that it worked for me. Um, now I'm using uh, Tribulus, Maca, Muira, Puama. And with these things, I've noticed that uh, sperm count is way better than before. Um, but there is no sexual desire, I can say. Right. So are you using like good extracts of the tribulus? The one that you suggested. The one from Now Foods. Right. So you're also using the recommended three grams per day? I'm taking like four pills every day. Yeah. It's four grams. Yeah. All right. That's perfect. Okay. Um. So what I would like to do is I would like to start with the diet. So I would like to know like what is your breakfast and lunch and dinner look like? I will start the morning with a coffee and milk, and then I will eat some uh, Greek yogurt and honey, or something else that I do is I mix gelatin with milk and honey as well. I put it overnight in the fridge and I make it like a pudding. So I have that. And then in the midday, I will eat some apples, maybe beef liver. I eat it raw. And um, lunchtime, I will eat uh, ground meat, and again, some fruits, grapes, apple, whatever it's in the season. Okay. Later on in the afternoon, later yeah. on in the afternoon, I may have a small sm a snack like a glass of milk and honey, or a fresh cheese and honey, or some fruits with the cheese. 
And in the evening, I will have eggs, like six, seven eggs mixed with uh, vegetables. All right, that does seem like it's pretty good. Do you know the yeah. quantities that you have? For example, let's say uh, you have for lunch, you have the beef liver rod. How much beef liver do you have? It's like uh, 300 grams, like a bowl. Like a big bowl, like okay. A bowl. And then when you have ground beef, how much is that? The ground beef, how much is? Yeah, how? like a bowl. Uh, same. Uh, okay. I, would say, I would say 300 grams. Okay. So you have on average, let's say the Greek yogurt is like in the morning. Is that about a cup or two? Uh, two cups. Yeah. Okay, so let's say good. that I will, eat a, I will eat a half kilo during the day. And milk, I will do one liter of milk from the morning till the evening. Okay, so you're having, that's a half liter of uh, Greek yogurt and half liter of milk per day. One liter, one liter of milk per day. One liter, okay. That seems really good. So one liter of milk, and then you have 300 grams of beef liver per day, right? No, 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 300 grams of uh, grounded beef. Uh, no, liver, I will have it like two slices two slices every other day, and I do that in the days when I work out. Okay, so a slice would be, what would you say, like um, 30 grams maybe? Yeah, something like that, yeah. Okay, so that's every other day. And, okay, let me see. So it, it does seem like good. So the, the main foods in your diet is the 300 grams of ground beef and the one liter of milk and half kilo of Greek yogurt. Is that kind of like the foundation of your diet? And then obviously the yeah, food and, and the eggs. And the eggs. Okay. I do the eggs in the evening mostly. All right. So you say you have no libido. Okay. So the diet seems to be quite on point there. Let's talk about lifestyle. What does your lifestyle look like? Uh, I work as a, band, as a bartender on the cruise ships here in Europe. So I do mostly like a, 10 hours a day working with no days off. So it, it's kind of stressful. I do that for two, three months and then I do two weeks off. So yeah. Okay. It's something like that. It's a bit stressful for the body, but yeah, I got used to it. Okay. And how do you eat on the ship itself? Like what is it the same kind of food? Not, no, 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 no. Not like here. It's mostly frozen food. And yeah, I do some fruits. Fruits, yeah. If I have the chance, I will eat uh, beef, but it's not happening all the time. Okay. What does yeah, the diet on the ship look like? Well, since I work as a bartender, I wake up like 11, 12 o'clock lunchtime and I start with the coffee and then I have some fruits, milk, and yeah, mostly diary. Okay, how much milk per day? There I do like uh, two liters. Okay. Can you do eggs on the ship as well? Yeah, yeah. Okay, and um, how many eggs do you usually have on the ship? I will do scrambled eggs, but the thing with the scrambled eggs is that it's coming already packed. It's not cooked there. It's coming frozen. So yeah, I can eat. That is not a problem. I can eat as much as I can. Okay, that's perfect. And what other like meats do you can you have? Oysters on the ship? What other meat do you have? Not really. Uh, beef, chicken, pork, turkey. Okay, so you can have beef. Yeah, occasionally, not all the time, but yes, I can.
But can you have a daily? Chicken is available daily, bacon, sausages, scramble, the dairy products. Okay, I would. Um, cuts, but I don't want to get into the cold cuts. Okay. Um, so the cold cuts being like more like bologna, like processed kind of cold cuts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would have like you have a foundation on the ship. I think that's gonna like gonna make the biggest difference. Like if you're working 10 hours a day, it's really important to make sure you eat a lot of nutrient dense foods. So my foundation of the diet basically consists of having enough beef every day, having a good amount of eggs every day, and then having some milk every day. And if you can have some oysters as well. So that's gonna give you like all of the vitamins and minerals that's gonna help you to to buff the stress and whatnot. So I like milk. It's a nutrient dense food, but it's actually not that high in zinc and like the other valuable minerals like selenium and whatnot. So two liters is good, but you're going to have to consume a little bit more unless you can have like 12 eggs per day and, you know, beef on top of that. So I would limit, mm -hmm. I wouldn't limit, but I would say like two liters is fine if you can have a bunch of eggs and beef as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I do supplement with zinc. Is that okay? I do a lot of supplements. I don't want to do that. I mean, I like to rely on the food rather than supplements. But I try that. I do supplements during the winter because the winters are hard here. And I start to feel them on the body. So yeah. I do magnesium malate. I do zinc. I do potassium in the winter. So magnesium malate. Uh, right. And potassium. So what kind of potassium yeah. do you use and how much? Potassium. Uh, potassium citrate, I take like three pills per day. It says 99 milligrams, yeah. Okay. And how much zinc do you take? One per day, it's uh, 30 milligrams. Okay. And how much magnesium do you take? Three per day, I think it, that's 200 milligrams altogether. 200 milligrams, okay. Okay, so how do you feel in general? Like, how's your energy in general? No, my energy is good. I'm feeling okay. Um, but one thing that I noticed is that my libido went... There is this thing with me and my girlfriend. Her libido went up, mine went down during the years. We are together for 25 years, so I can tell the difference. Mine went down, her up. So I'm looking... I told you I'm looking for, a, for ways to improve my sexual life. Yes, um, let me just like quickly go through your, your blood test again. So your DHEA was really low and your testosterone was also on the low end. And, um, but you didn't look at thyroid. So it might be that your thyroid is also low. Do you ever experience like hypothyroid symptoms like cold hands and feet? Yeah, I do have that, yeah. Okay. Cold hands and feet. I do try, I have from Georgie, uh, the Tyromix. I tried like four drops every day on my hands, but I haven't noticed much. Okay, you want to go to oral dose. So at least four to six drops orally, the absorption is going to be much better. Okay, yeah. And since I talk about Georgia, I do have as well energy and quinone. All right. And do you take the energy? Like 10 drops in the days when I work out. And how do you feel from the energy? It's okay. I'm feeling okay. In the days when I work out, um, I feel like I have a little bit more energy than usual. Okay. I used to have a boost of energies, then of energy from the workouts, which is not happening anymore. 
Okay, okay, so you have that. You took the K2 as well, Queen Own. And how much do you take and how often? I put like two drops on my gums. As I told you, I was looking for ways to, to stop the bleeding and the receding of the blood, of the gums. Have you ever tried vitamin C? Low vitamin C can also lead to bleeding and receding gums. I have vitamin C on hand and I'm using it same in the days when I work out. How much are you taking? Uh, it's 1,000. Yeah, I take one pill. On the days that you left, do you take it like pre or post-workout? Pre, pre-workout. Okay, I would switch the... Um, the way I would do this, I would take a day for a while to see if it helps with the gums. And I would use it any time during the day when you don't lift. But on days that you do lift, separate it around four to six hours away from the workout. You don't want to be taking it pre or post-workout, but you want to separate it four to six hours away from the workout. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it, it might slightly blunt the anabolic effect. So that's not something you want, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I do think like, okay, so first of all, cold hands and feet, you're not producing enough thyroid, your testosterone is low. All of that points to you have nutritional deficiencies and the DHA is also low. So it could be accumulation of stress over time that can then slowly start to decrease your DHEA and thyroid. And, you know, that can happen over time, but you can prevent that from happening by eating a really good diet. So when you're at home, you're eating a fantastic diet, but then on the ship, it's obviously a lot harder to do. And since you are working like three months on the ship, you're only two weeks at home, like that ratio, you, you can't make up in two weeks for what you're missing out. No. Um, maybe if you're at home, you can eat like, I would say hundred grams of beef liver on a daily basis for two weeks mm -hmm. so you really like you're, you're you're stacking those nutrients when you're at home and that will make up to an extent for the time that you're away right and you want to get like all of that selenium so there's not a lot of food so unless you eat organ meat and uh, seafood like shellfish specifically you're not getting a lot of selenium and if you're not having a lot of selenium your body can't really produce the t3 and then your, your t3 mm -hmm. is going to be low you're going to have cold hands and feet so that that's why the diet is so important so i would use styromix that's going to help to increase your temperature and help with the hypothyroid symptoms. The endogen can help as well. But, um, you know, getting those vitamins and minerals from the diet is really important. So uh, back to the diet, like two liters of milk, as I mentioned, is good. But if the diet doesn't contain other nutrient-dense foods as well, that might be a problem. So I would have you consume, or my recommendation is what I would do is I would have at least six to 12 eggs as well on a daily basis, if possible. And then try to have some sort of dark meat with preferably be beef on a daily basis, but you can't have beef, I would rather do like any other meat would also be good, but try to have as much meat as you can for those nutrients. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like going to make the biggest difference. Okay. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, what I want to ask you about the diaspartic acid, what's, it, what's your opinion on it? Well, aspartic acid, it helps as a stimulant. So it can help to increase dopamine and glutamate, can, can like help stimulate the mind and um, libido is a state of energy. So if you have low energy, your libido is not really going to be high. So aspartic acid can help with libido. But when you look at the studies, it increases testosterone for about two weeks and then it goes back to normal. So I think that's basically what's going to happen to your libido as well. Maybe for two weeks, the libido is going to be up and then it's go back down again. So I think that's uh, the problem with these kind of supplements like aspartic acid. And in general, you want to increase your libido by increasing your testosterone. You want to increase your thyroid hormone as well. So T3, there's a lot of thyroid hormone receptors in the testes so if you don't have enough t3 it can't stimulate the testes to actually be producing your testosterone so oftentimes you will see people have an lh of five which is normal but low testosterone because the testes is insensitive 
to the allergy. So eating a diet, getting all the minerals, and then also be, um, optimizing your T3 levels is going to help you to produce more testosterone. Your libido is going to grow up as well. But um, have you ever noticed that your libido is getting better um, um, when you're at home versus being on the ship? Not really. When I'm on the ship, it's getting better. Since I don't have much sex on the ship, it's getting better. I'm okay without having with sex two times per week. My partner is looking for sex every single day. So here is the imbalance. Here is what yeah. where I'm looking to improve. Yeah, of course. And okay, so the thing is like, I don't like supplementation with zinc because an excess amount can actually cause an imbalancement with your copper as well. And then excess zinc can start to inhibit dopamine. The one that I'm taking it, it's blended with copper. Okay, but still like too much zinc can start to inhibit the production of dopamine. Okay. So I have heard people say that when they start using zinc, initially they start to get benefits, but then over time the libido went away and they became like too inhibited from zinc. Mm -hmm. And that can also help work with the magnesium. So the glutamate system working through the NMDA receptor promotes libido. But when you're blocking the NMDA receptor with zinc and, and magnesium and things that are GABAergic, that can actually lower your libido. Okay, yeah. So should I take also the magnesium less frequent? Well, why are you taking Are you taking for sleep or what's the specific reason? I, I used to take magnesium glycinate for sleep, but I'm not taking it anymore since I sleep very well in the night. You know, just to supplement magnesium during the winters, because I told you winter, it's pretty hard here. Yeah. Okay, well, if you feel like you don't need it, you don't have to supplement it, I would see like how you do when you're off it for a while. So maybe that will help to bring the libido up. And the other, other, the only other supplement I would recommend that's going to help is going to some, be something that's going to increase your testosterone, like a testosterone booster. So let's say triplets, maca, and muriapuma was supposed to help with libido, they're aphrodisiacs, but they don't increase testosterone. So I would specifically focus on increasing testosterone with one of the testosterone boosters that I recommend. So I can send you a link. There's about four that I really like, but uh, I'm going to send you mm -hmm. to the one that I really like, alpha viral. That one is pretty good. So focus on the diet, get the vitamins okay. and minerals. That's going to help your body to produce T3. And I would also fix the thyroid yeah. dosing. And when it comes to the thyroid dosing, um, I'm suggesting doses here. But ultimately, what you want to do is you want to check your pulse and your temperature, right? And then you want to dose accordingly to that. So let's say you mm -hmm. take four drops and your temps doesn't go to 98.6, right? And your, your pulse doesn't go to like between 70 and 80. You want to take more. So everyone always asks me, like, how much should I be taking? It's like, it depends on how much you your body needs. So initially, you might need to experiment, like, check your own temp. So take four drops, see how high your temp goes. It's like, okay, maybe I need a little bit more. And then you go to six, maybe you go to eight. It's like, okay, my ideal dose is, let's say, eight drops. So that's kind of like the experiment that you have to run. After a meal, you should be okay to take the Tyromix? Yeah, you could take it with food. You could take it away from food. But the thing is, like, I don't, I don't really suggest taking it without food. Because um, you're going to speed up the metabolic rate, and then you don't necessarily have glucose in the system to help fuel the body. Mm -hmm. Okay, another thing which I want to ask you, I've seen it also in your site, the mix of pycnogenol and citrulline. During that, is that will be okay to take it? Or That's not fine. My yeah, so... It's going to help with erections mainly. I don't think it's really going to help with libido or anything like that. Sometimes if someone can't get erection, their libido goes down. But I don't know if that's your case. But the thing is, like, it can help with the refractory period. 
So um, by shortening the refractive period, it might help. But again, like I think the testosterone booster is going to make a bigger difference in that regard. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, just in summary, dial the thyroid dose, get the diet, and get the testosterone booster. Those three things most important. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm waiting for your link, the one for the testosterone booster. I will send it to you. <laughs> I thank you very much. Uh, one more thing. Uh, the course that you have on the erections, do you think it suits me? I think uh, it depends on if you want to learn more about this. Um, it will give you a lot of good information. But the thing is, like, you have a libido problem. I don't think you have an erection problem, right? I do have. I do have sometimes. That's why I ask you about the pycnogenol and the citrulline. Okay, but would you say your uh, poorer erections is due to the refractory period, or is it just in general? Uh, in general, yeah. yeah. In general? I do have okay. erections in the morning stronger erections in the morning when I wake up, but then during the sex, I cannot keep it up for a long time. Okay. Have you noticed that the tribulus Maka and Maria Puma helped? This one, they help with the, with the sperm count a lot. But not really with the erections? No. No. Okay, interesting. Um, so, so yeah, you can definitely try the pycnogenol and the citrulline. That combination would help. It's been shown to help a lot with erections. But yeah, so if you want to add that to the testosterone booster, you're welcome to do so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Have thank more questions? Time. It's my pleasure, no, man. Okay. I thank you very much. It's my pleasure. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank Cheers. You